Welcome to Classic and Curious, a podcast dedicated to exploring today's classic style of life. I'm your host, Ann Kikoski, and each month I'll be sharing conversations with some of my favorite personalities in travel, entertaining, fashion, and decor. We will explore how they elevate their everyday with timeless classics, reimagined with a modern sensibility. So grab a cup of coffee or glass of wine, whatever suits your fancy. We hope to inspire you, make you laugh a little, and look forward to every engagement. Hello, classic and curious listeners. What a happy February this is. A month we celebrate love. And speaking of love, I can't wait to tell you about a brand I adore. It's Polka Dot England. Polka Dot England is a mother-daughter lounge and sleepwear collaboration. And today, we host their founder, Debbie, who is the creative designer behind the brand, and her daughter, Rachel, who is the CEO. Their combined talents and entrepreneurial spirit have placed Polka Dot England at the top of so many fashion enthusiasts' lists. Polka Dot England is known for their delicately detailed designs manufactured at rare heritage knitting mills in the English countryside outside of London. As we all know, loungewear for women and children have become a mainstream classic. It is no surprise Polka Dot England has become a coveted brand by so many. In fact, noteworthy names such as Ali McGraw, Sophia Ritchie, and Bethany Frankel just to name a few, have all been known to wear their comfortable, timeless designs. We invite you to listen to their story, learn about their favorite pieces, and get the news about all of their exciting collaborations ahead. Cheers to Debbie and Rachel. Let's chat. Hello, classic and curious listeners. It is a comfy and cozy type of day. I am so excited to be hosting Rachel and Debbie, the founders of Polka Dot England. And before we jump in, I wanted to share with you the special story of how I got to know this brand. My daughter-in-law, Arielle, wanted to do something special for all of us to celebrate her wedding day. She gifted us these darling heart robes so that when we were getting ready in the morning and having our makeup done, we would all match. Of course, I loved it and had to ask where she got them, and she told me all about Polka Dot England. So to pay it forward a year and a half later this December, when we celebrated our little Blake's first holiday, we gifted her the blue ditzy rose print with this darling lace neckline from Polka Dot England just to connect what Ariel had done for us. So I have to say, Rachel and Debbie, your brand is part of a very special memory, and I'm sure will be part of more memories to come. So thrilled you're joining us. Thank you so much for being with us. And thank you so much for having us. We so appreciate it. We're thrilled to be here. Oh, thank you. So what inspired you to start Polka Dot England? So I was a buyer in my past life for a store called Bon Teller, which many of you have heard of, but I know the younger generation are not familiar with. And When I got married and had two children, I started to get a little bit antsy, and I had a friend, and we would sit and talk about ideas of possible businesses, and I said, we need to find a business that's a niche, that's something that there's really missing in the market, and what I felt was missing was pajamas for girls that were teens, so nothing that was like a Lance of Lance Salisbury, I forget that name, that flannel pajama brand. 
and not something sexy like Victoria's Secret. And there really was nothing in the middle. We came up with this idea of starting to come up with a line that was a little bit in between. I had a partner at the time, and I used to describe us as very opposite. She was very smart, and she had a retail store on Madison Avenue. And I was more of the retailer, but we put our heads together. Unfortunately, my head was more like a Kate Spade look, and her head was more like a Betsy Johnson look. And so the two together did not really work, but we tried it for a while. And then eventually I ended up taking it on my own. Love that. So that's kind of how it started. And I can so see that Kate Spade sensibility and the way that your designs are so timeless. That's what I think draws everybody to the brand is not just the silhouette, but it's also the patterns and the details and it's gorgeous. Right. Thank you. So I have to ask, how did you come up with the name? So when we were partners, we sat with her two daughters and we were thinking about names and we really struggled. And then in the background, there was a song playing and the song was, she wore an itsy bitsy teeny weeny yellow polka dot uh-huh. bikini. And it was like, wow, that word just popped out. And I thought, you know what? It's such a cute name for a young brand. Mm-hmm. It is. At the time, it really was focusing on more like teenagers and younger. So the name did seem to really work for that age. But actually, as we branded out and got a little bit larger, we ended up saying, is that brand name the right name? But it was very hard to change it at that point because we had so many loyal customers. The brand recognition was already there. I totally get that. But you know what? I do love the name Polka Dot. And as I look at the brand, it has children and it has mommy and me. And obviously for grown women, you know, we all have a little girl in us, don't we? And I love Polka Dot. It's timeless. It doesn't age. And I love that. I'm glad you didn't change the name. And I think it's just perfect. Oh, thank you. Well, it's funny because I had a customer in our store. We have a store in Bridgehampton, and she walked in a few days ago, and she said to me, you know what I love about your brand? I love that these are children designs for adults. And I thought to myself, well, wow, I don't really think of it that way because some of them are clearly not, but many of them are. And older women love wearing it, it could be a hard, it could be just sweet designs that older women as well as little girls love. And yes, Debbie, we do love. I do want to take a moment, though, and jump back when you referenced there was a void in teenage girls apparel. And at one point in my life, I worked for The Gap, specifically Gap Kids. And we used to talk about that all the time, that there was a void in the teenage space. So I just wanted to take a moment and applaud you for seeing that and going after that and aligning your brand with that idea. So kudos to you. And I also wanted to add the thought that loungewear has been around for years. And really, its presence has emerged over the last few years. And it's no longer this after 8pm look. It's an all day sensibility. And in fact, whether it be a jogger or a lounge pant, women have placed loungewear into a mainstream classic. 
So on both of these notes, talk to me a little bit about how you built the assortment and what was the intention behind it. So obviously, COVID took a whole different turn for us. Mm -hmm. I mean, everybody wanted loungewear. We literally closed our stores, brought all of our merchandise home, and did nothing but pack orders all day long. And it was really the basic styles that people seem to love. So everybody lives in the crew neck, the camisoles, the shorts, the pants. And it's kind of like a formula. I mean, we don't stray away too much. We stay with the styles that really sell. In the winter, we'll have turtlenecks. In the summer, we do much more shorts and little nightgowns. But we sort of stick to maybe our 10 basic styles. And with children, it's probably five basic styles. And we just change the patterns all the time. That's a perfect retail equation for excellence. Stick with the core and evolve it. And it makes it so fun and interesting for your client base too. I love that, Debbie. So tell us a little bit about where your product is made. Our product is made in the UK, hence Polka Dot England, using these heritage knitting mills that are incredible and very rare and are what really makes the product so special and unique. It's definitely not a cut and sew product at all. No, not at all. And I do love the patterns. So how do you select your patterns? So some of them are pointels, and those are obviously not pattern, but we do different pointels from hearts to snowflakes. We're doing a teddy bear that's coming soon. And we have little patterns, little flowers and things like that. But as far as our prints go, we just started doing prints about maybe four years ago, and they have totally taken off. And so we started with the very small prints that were understandable, like hearts and cherries and things that people really got. And then from there, it was like, we have a great artist that I work together with, and I provide her inspiration. So for instance, I was in Greece last summer, and I saw a graffitied wall. And on the graffitied wall were these just multicolored hearts that were just done in such a really beautiful way. I snapped a picture of it and there went our, it's called our rainbow heart. Then we have another artist that is just fantastic at doing a lot of different kind of watercolors. And she does a lot of equestrian scenes. And we have a big equestrian customer out here, especially in the Hamptons, a lot in Palm Beach. And so we commissioned her to do a competitive equestrian scene and she did the equestrian scene. But sometimes, like, our next print is an inspiration of Bon Teller, which is where I worked. And that will be out very soon. So it's usually something that just gives me inspiration that I see. It could be a flower. We love stripes because I'm sort of traditional. So we do every possible type of stripe that you could think of. We have, Rachel, am I forgetting any other ones? The ribbon. Oh, right. Okay. So I'd like to just mention that one really fast. So our brand newest one, which just came out today or yesterday, is called Forever Love. And I was at kind of a famous person's wedding this summer. And at her wedding, she had beautiful chiffon ribbons laid across the table. And embroidered on the ribbon was something that said, when you love, you love forever. 
And I thought, oh my God, this is so beautiful. What can I do with this? And I just like, it stirred in my head for so long, I couldn't think of anything. And then I thought, you know what? I'm doing a little bow print. And on that bow print, we'll have the words. And so that was where that inspiration came from. I love that. And I just did see that launch. It's Forever Love Bow Print, right? Yes. I thought, what a beautiful Valentine's gift. (laughs) And it's so nice to hear the story behind them, too, which is so touching. So that's great. I know. It's fun when there's a story behind it. And that one has a really good story. So in fact, we just heard from a customer Rachel just texted me. She ordered two bottoms of the Forever and a bunch of other pieces. And I said, oh, I don't think you meant to order two bottoms. She goes, I love bows, bows anywhere, as many (laughs) bows as you could make. I'll take them all. Oh, that's so awesome. That is great. So she meant to have two pairs that she's going to like rotate. Is that right? Yeah. Are there any prints that you've done that have come directly from your clients? Any that have inspired besides the bow print? Because anybody called you and said, you have to do this and you went and did it? Maybe not prints, but definitely certain silhouettes. Before cropped tops were really in, we had one customer, we can mention her name, Parker Firestone, out in the Hamptons, who is a shorter girl. She's adorable. We didn't make cropped at the time. She said, your stuff is too long for me. Please make it a little shorter. And she was ahead of the game because eventually everybody started doing cropped. But we made our cropped and our cropped long sleeve slouchy top crew neck is named after Parker Firestone. It's called the Parker Top. And so we definitely keep a close ear on the ground and listen to what our customers want. And that was uh, that, that continues to be one of our best-selling tops today. And what about our Julia top, our, our Princess Julia? Yeah, we have our customers inspire everything. Julia, you could tell the Julia top story if you'd like. Yeah. So Julia is another one of our customers. She's about years old. She goes to NYU. She is so lovely. We call her Princess Julia. She's not a real princess, but she seems like a princess. And she is what best customers. She like the short sleeve top. So there it went. It was made on our collection and it was named after her. All of our pieces have names and they're usually attached to, there's something about the person that attaches them to the name. I love that they're named after people and I bet Julia and Parker think it's fun too. I wanted to ask you both, what is your favorite print or style in your assortment? Oh, you're going to hate my answer. Why? <laughs> you love them all, right? No, no. No, it's just a boring answer, but I know what it is. Should I guess? Yes. Okay. Is it a print or a style? It's what the background color is. Okay. The ribbed. Yeah. Yeah. She uh, likes our, it's the rib knit solid color. It is solid. Yeah, but it's not solid knit. Yeah. So like if you could see anything about me right now, I have it on. Oh my God, love it. First of all, I'm obsessed with turtlenecks. It's the only thing I ever wear in the winter. And I wear turtlenecks and another turtleneck. So I have turtlenecks just to keep me warm. I love the look. It's great. And the rib to me is so classic that it's just, it goes with everything and it always looks good. And it makes whatever you're wearing look better, I think. So I wear it with jeans. It's like, wow, that's not a regular t-shirt. That's something more elevated. I think so too. And you know what I really do love? It's not just sleepwear, it's loungewear. I want all of the listeners to go take a peek at your site 
because that's where the everyday comes into play, that you have to have those staples in your drawer. And that rib turtleneck looks fabulous, Debbie. And I love the double-double. I would have never thought of that. I might have to start doing that now. Yes. And wait, I have another little story I have to throw in here. So we gifted a turtleneck two years ago through my brother, who's great friends with Allie McGraw. Do you know her? Absolutely. So I had dinner with her two years ago, and I get I brought the gift to her. And she just sent us a letter because my brother went to see her again, and he gave her two more because she said that she has not taken it off. And I have a letter that I post in our store that just says, it is my favorite piece, and I just live in it. So we have now named our turtleneck the Alley Turtleneck. Okay, I'm going to have to go get it because truth be told, and I'll divert here just for a minute, but I think it might have been episode three or four, and they asked me where I got my style from, and I said, when I was a little girl, I fell in love with Love Story and Ally McGraw. I watched the movies my mom watched, so Ally McGraw was really an icon for me. And if you think about it, people like an alley, people like your clients that love your product. There are people who love this classic timeless silhouette, which is obviously why I have you on this podcast, but it's beautiful and it just can be worn by anybody. But the fact that Allie McGraw was that now I have to go get the Allie turtleneck. <laughs> well, there's two different turtlenecks. One is slouchy. That's not the Allie. Allie has the fitted one. Oh, and I like the fitted too. And then you know what I'm going to do, Debbie? I'm going to double up my turtlenecks. And then when I go out, I'm going to say, in the Debbie with my alley. So that will be my new thing. Rachel, did you have a favorite? I don't want to miss you. Oh, a favorite print or style? I can talk about two silhouettes that I really love. One of them is called the Mara set. It comes as a two-piece. I think I helped like come up with the design with my mom. And I remember sketching it out. But it's menswear inspired boxer short with a slouchy Henley top, long sleeve. And it's in the rib knit, which we love. Super soft and very cozy. When I sleep, I'm the opposite of trying to be sexy. I want to be comfortable. I want coverage. I want to be warm. And this is just the perfect set. And then my second favorite, the Mara set was named after my mom's sister-in-law, Aunt Mara. Oh my God, fun. Yeah. And then... The Charlie set is my second favorite. That's named after my father. We can't say he inspired this, but he just deserved a shout-out. <laughs> <laughs> it could be translated to men's for sure, but it is a classic button top with a collar and a long pant. And it's just very breathable fabric, button down, great for, I've been breastfeeding and pregnant for like three years. So that was great. And it's super comfortable. It has a lot of coverage. It's not very clingy. So if you're in front of a mailman, you don't have to worry about revealing too much. It's very practical. That Those are my two favorites. I have a practical favorite too, and it's your black rib jogger. I've been known to stay in loungewear all day long. I'll toss a sweater on over a pair of joggers, put on a pair of Jenny Kane slides and head to the store. So on that note... Tell me about your clients' favorites and what have been some of your best sellers. When we have bridesmaids, we had one bridesmaid bride that had 27 bridesmaids. Wow. 27 camis and 27 shorts. 
And she had a flower girl, so we made the little matching flower girl. We don't typically get into doing custom things like that, but we do try as much as we can. So we definitely do really well with that. And I would say, I mean, for people that get really hot, the pant to me, the the jogger or the flowy pant, those are great pieces that anyone could mix with their own t-shirts or their own tank tops. And so we do really well with those. But the summer is very different. In the summer, we can sell camis and shorts all day long. In the winter, we can't give away a cami or a short unless they're in Florida. So it definitely changes seasonally. Yes, I'm sure there is a seasonal play on what the best sellers are. And I have to say, I'm surprised the cami, especially the ribbed one, wouldn't sell all year round. It's such a great layering piece and staple. And I personally got that idea from your Instagram. So listeners, go take a peek at polka.england and it's polka.england and look at their Instagram. It's such a great source for looks and gift ideas and you can see their collection worn in so many ways. So make sure you take time to do that. Now let's talk about what's ahead. What's on the horizon for 2024 for the brand? So a lot of excitement, almost too much for both of us to handle. We have busy personal lives and Deb obviously is running a store. So the business keeps us very busy. First thing I guess we should mention, we have very exciting new prints coming out. We've launched our bow print yesterday and the feedback has been incredible but that is also something that, you know, Deb was inspired by the ribbon at the wedding, but it was something we'd wanted to execute for a long time. We just didn't know how and to do it in a polka dot way so that we combine the customer's need with some artistic creativity that Deb had. And we were excited to be able to release that to our customers. So we have very exciting new prints on the horizon for spring, two collaborations with other very fun brands that we're hoping to work out this coming year. It could be pushed out just because of pipelines, but two exciting collabs. And then we're doing a trunk show this month with Stony Clover in Palm Beach. How fun is that? So if you're down in Palm Beach, Royal Ponciana on the 17th and 18th of February, come visit us 11 to 3 p.m. They were great partners of ours during COVID. We did a collab that was very successful and they are very smart and sweet girls that we've known personally for a while. So it's a fun partnership. That's fabulous. And I know exactly who you're talking about. And what a phenomenal duo. I just love Stony Clover, especially their pouches for travel. Their color ranges are fabulous. So this is exciting. Got it. A nice little order from one of the sisters last night. Oh, how fun is that? Even makes it even sweeter. That's great. I know. We also just shipped Henry Lair. That's true. Which I think is sort of fun. They're a very traditional kind of classic store, and they just bought three stripes from us in all just different types of tops, which just goes to show that, you know, we're obviously not just a sleepwear brand because they're merchandising theirs with jeans and with all their pants. So they bought only shirts from us, but that was great because I love that store as well. And the last one, Rachel, what about Love Shack? Yeah, we sell, we've been doing a wholesale business with Love Shack for quite some time. Love Shack Fancy, they're another great partner. So we will continue to work with them in seven of their stores. So it's great. That's awesome. Yeah, we're shipping them next week. 
Can I tell you what I heard this morning? I heard this morning that they did a collab with Roller Rabbit and they sold out in one minute. Oh my gosh. You know what? I heard that. My daughter told me about that. It went live at noon and she said, wish me luck. Oh my goodness. That's wild. Yeah. (laughs) I know, right? Talking about that, I do think there's a thing called in good company. And it's beautiful when I hear the brands that you're working with, because as I think about brands that I have an affinity for, Love Shack Fancy, just to name one, those are brands that those clients are your clients. And it's nice to see brands team up and support each other. So I think that that's great. And speaking of teaming up and support, one of the other things I just wanted to touch on before we go into our five questions is I'm really touched by the be kind and be good that philanthropic spirit that you have behind your brand. Can you talk a little bit about what you do for community effort in that regard? Sure. We have a longstanding partnership with Your Mom Cares, which is a nonprofit that supports children's mental well-being, which is a very important cause to us. And throughout the year, we donate a large percentage of proceeds throughout different efforts. One was a holiday gift guide, sort of our busiest seasons ever, we're really contributing. And then we have been donating in a less sort of like strategic way to Israel. But we are working on doing something a little bit more planned and a larger effort towards that because we are both Jewish and we're doing our best efforts to combat anti-Semitism and keep everybody safe. And we know we're praying for a world of more peace. So... I pray as well. And as you know, my daughter-in-law is Jewish. My granddaughter is Jewish. Thank you for doing that. What a wonderful thing to do. I stand with you. Thank you, Anne. And and also, Rachel, thank you also on that. But Rachel, and also about rebuilding the kibbutzes. Right. Yeah. So there's like a ton of ways that we want, we are donating directly to Israel. But You know, for example, we had in my community in Greenwich, we had two of the survivors of the October 7th massacre came to Greenwich to share their story. And they were able to raise over $30,000 in one hour for that kibbutz to, for them to use towards rebuilding as their houses were completely melted to the ground and destroyed in every way. So they have to, you know, start over and they definitely need help. What a wonderful thing that you're doing. All I can say is that none of this should be going on. We need a world with peace, period. So let's talk a little bit about those beautiful five questions at the end that I ask every guest that's on the podcast, because we all have a little classic soul in us. So who's influenced your style the most? And I'll start with Rachel. Okay. So... My style icons as of late, they're kind of newer ones, would be Morgan Stewart, Sienna Miller, and Sophia Ritchie. Mm-hmm. They're definitely fashionable, classic, but with a twist, like something interesting, whether it's like a fun color or just a unique twist on a style. Love every single one of them. And they do have this fashionable, classic point of view. I actually saw Morgan Stewart wearing the row, which is a brand I love. And that's when I started following her. 
And I have to say, I cannot wait to see what Sophia Richie's maternity style looks like. She's actually been a customer of ours, so that was special. That is so special and amazing at the same time. And Debbie, for you? I would say for me, I'm very traditional. So my wardrobe right now is pretty basic, but as far as who I was influenced years ago was always like the old Calvin Klein, the old Valentino, Halston, Bill Blass, like those were my favorite designers. And when I was young, I couldn't afford most of them, but I would seek them out. I totally hear you, Debbie. I mean, growing up, I had to save to get a pair of Calvin Klein jeans. And I actually love some of the new pieces in the Valentino collection this season. I just posted a dress yesterday that I was obsessing about from Bergdorf, so you'll have to take a look. So, favorite item in your closet? Rachel, we'll start. We'll go back to you. My favorite item in my closet now is this beautiful Celine jacket. It is the right length for me. I'm very tall, so it just cuts me exactly the right place. It's the beautiful gold buttons. It matches with everything. And I used to think that jackets were unnecessary when I was young. Because like as a young child, you don't really wear jackets that much. But now, regardless of what the temperature is, you'd always need for a complete outfit, you do need another layer. So to me now, it's like the most essential element of an outfit. Yeah, it is. Whether it's like a little cardigan or if it's a jacket or if it's, you know crop sweater. You need something. I totally agree. And when I lived in San Francisco, it was all about the jacket because in that climate, it was about peeling off the layers. And there was an era for me when I lived there that my jackets were stacked in the closet. And I love, I have to say, I love that you mentioned Celine. Their teddy jacket, by the way, is awesome. So Debbie, for you, Okay, so Debbie's very different. Debbie only has two things in her closet. <laughs> and it's about 10 Pucci dresses and about 10 and about 10 Leonard dresses. And that's it. I love their colors. I love their prints, their abstract, their combination of colors. So that's it. That's all I ever wear when I go out. I love that. That is perfect. And what a thing to wear. I mean, my goodness, right there. That just says it all. Great designers, great taste, Debbie. Tell me a little bit about what's your favorite classic cocktail, and Debbie will pick up with you. What's your favorite classic cocktail? Almost always just drink one, and it's a either vodka or tequila gimlet. <gasps> and it has to have fresh lime juice, and it has to have a little agave to make it a little sweet, and that's my go-to. I'll have to try the agave. Oh, yeah. It, could just, it just makes it a little sweet. Or the Classa Azul, I love. Just straight up on, on the rock. Yeah. Ariel's mom, Lori, loves tequila. And I'm a gimlet girl. I'm a vodka gimlet girl, so I'll have to try the agave. So thank you. Okay, Rachel, your favorite classic cocktail. My favorite drink now is called ranch water. Do you know what that is? No. So I think it's a very new term for it, but this drink is like so basic and been around forever. And I've been getting it forever, but recently I learned of a new name. I think it originated in Texas. It's ranch water. So ranch water is tequila, lime juice, and a lot of soda. Or I get it with a lot of lime juice. It literally tastes like a lemonade. I don't know how it gets to be a little bit sweet with no sugar in it. I guess the lime juice. But it's so delicious and refreshing. And it's easy. You just say ranch water. It used to be so complicated when I would be like, oh, like fresh lime juice and soda and blah, blah, blah. 
You know what? I'm going to do that. That sounds delicious is right. And I love the extra lime too, but ranch water. And then it sounds like you're not even drinking. That's true. People are like, good, you're hydrated. And they don't even know. Okay. So most memorable dining experience, Debbie. I would say one of my favorite restaurants, and it's not fancy. It's definitely more casual, but it's Mandolin in Miami. I've never been. Where is it at in Miami? It's in Brickle. Brickle. Yeah, my son lived there. And it's just casual dining. It's a lot of Greek food, Mediterranean food, just fresh fish. It's just fantastic. That's great. And yours, Rachel? My favorite dining experience would probably be Blue Hillstone Barns in Tarrytown, New York. I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's like this farm that they source everything from local organic ingredients and they make everything. It's all, it's just the bread is made there fresh every day and you go and you have like a 17 course meal. They're all teeny tiny dishes, but they're incredible. Like I had this one like a mousse bouche that was made that was supposed to be spicy crunchy tuna roll, but it was made with tomato and it tasted exactly like spicy crunchy tuna. Just crazy. Oh, wow. So yeah, they are like incredible artists over there. And and it's a, it's a full experience. You can tour the farm. Oh, I have to do that. I'm very much someone who loves to seek out culinary experiences. And I often chuckle with one of my friends that she says, you have to take everybody's favorite dining experience and do a book so people know where to go right from this whole podcast. Because there's been some fabulous recommendations. Favorite destination for travel, Debbie? I would say probably Italy and Greece. I mean, I've been to Italy a few times. Greece, I've only been to last year for the first time. And boy, did I love it. I don't get to travel as much as I'd like to because now having the store, it's just really been difficult because when I would like to travel is the summer and that's really when I can't travel. So hopefully one day I will be back traveling again. Well, I'll offer to come run your store so you can travel more. You know, I ran stores my whole life. So if you ever need anybody to fill in so you can go take a vacation, I would do that for you. Okay. Rachel, your favorite destination for travel? My favorite destination is amazing, but I have a feeling I might grow out of it. It's like a classic young person answer, but St. Bart's, and it's a place where the food is amazing. The restaurants have a whole experience. It's a vibe. There's an energy and the beaches are beautiful. The weather is always a 10 out of 10, but the shopping is amazing, but you're not going there to really relax. You're going out. So I don't know. I might, as time goes on, I might want a place that's a little more low key. It's definitely not low key and it's becoming more and more crowded. Yeah. But Rachel... Also, you've been going there since you're about two? Yeah, so I have a little bit of a history of it. We went there as a family every year, but I like the international element of it. They speak French. Just it's my one of my one of my favorite destinations is St. Bart's. And we took the whole family there and we stayed at La Sereno and it was just so amazing. The restaurant circuit, to your point, it's fabulous. I don't think it will go out of style in your life. You'll keep going back. I hope it's also not too far. So it's just like, it's just a win all around. And everybody says that all the time. And I'm like, it's not that difficult to get to. It's just get up early. 
just get up early and get there, you know, so for sure. So ladies, thank you so much. And listeners, absolutely, you must visit polka.england.com. You will probably fill your cart you will be coming back for more, but it is a brand that I just adore. And I think Polka Dot's going to be part of our family story. And I'm proud of that. And thank you. So ladies, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having us. Thank you, Anne. This was so much fun. I loved it. Cheers to both of you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Classic and Curious. You can find Polka Dot England on Instagram at Polka Dot England. That's P-O-L-K-A-D-O-T dot England and Polka Dot England dot com. Stay tuned to their Instagram stories so you can be sure to take advantage of all of their fun collaborations ahead. Take a peek at Classic and Curious podcast page on styledbyark.com and you'll find all of my favorite pieces. Of course... We would love for you to hit the subscribe button and share any feedback or requests. Looking forward to our next time together. Ta-ta for now.